Hello, today we're talking about international business banking and the importance of having an international business bank account. We'll also be reviewing some of the top five international banks that you can explore for your business needs. I'll also be sharing my personal journey and experience with banking while traveling overseas. So this is very important. Welcome. I am Shante Arati. This is She Boss Talk. We are in our studios. If you are new to She Boss Talk, let us know who you are, where you're hailing from, and what your business is. Let us know in the comments. So I put out a post uh, maybe a few weeks ago after returning back uh, from my second trip to Ghana about uh, the importance for entrepreneurs and small business owners to have an international uh, bank account. And so that sparked um, a lot of conversation about, oh, uh, so why do we need a business bank account and what are some options for business banking? So before I dive into, I'm going to be sharing my screen, sharing some banks uh, that you may explore. These are not all the banks. I always highly recommend that you do your research, that you do comparisons on banks because each bank has its pros. Each bank has its cons. You have to really assess what are your business needs or what are your needs at the time and how can a bank or financial institution best serve your needs. Now, we're talking about business banking, but I highly recommend also uh, that you consider a personal international bank uh, banking uh, um, facility or institution uh, to help you as well. Uh, and when we talk about why it is important because we are in a global economy. We're doing business. And maybe you don't think of yourself as a global business, but you are operating in a global economy. So you, if you're thinking about what, why would I need an international bank account? Well, think about do you, are you or do you intend to travel internationally? Are you participating in any international e-commerce business? Are you considering or expo uh, exporting? or importing uh, products and services from wherever it is that you live? Uh, are you doing business? Are you making investments in other countries, right? So these are things that you think of. And I know uh, most of those that I've already mentioned, if I'm not already involved in it, the, the goal and the strategy is to venture into these different areas. And so I know many of you all are doing the same. And if you are not using an international uh, bank, uh, then you may encounter some major issues uh, when you are trying to uh, do business overseas. So I just wanted to start out by sharing my personal story because as I travel more and more and more globally, you know, I learn things and you learn things. So I'm just bringing you back what I have learned during my own personal journey. So I've talked before, I've done other banking videos and talked about the importance of banking uh, making sure you're, you're organized in your banking and your finances. Uh, and I talk about where I bank. So I have many bank accounts, both personal and for all of my businesses. And I think that's good to have too, is to diversify. Uh, but I mainly have my accounts with a regional bank here in the United States of America. Okay. And so I did not know how limiting uh, that would be in my travels as I'm traveling internationally. And so on my last trip, I found out that uh, well, after the fact that my 
bank account was compromised because I was trying to access my account, move money because I was doing business here in the US and I was managing a home project and I had contractors that I was trying to do business with and I could not really facilitate doing business because I couldn't move money. I couldn't use some of these apps that you all are using like Zelle and Cash App and other things. So know that any of these financial apps or products that you're using, please do your research on them. You're, you may assume that they will work if you travel to another state or another country and they just don't. Uh, they know that they are tracking your location and they so they know when you are if, when you have ventured out of their program area or their service area. So you have to be clear on that. OK, so that hurt me when I was trying to uh, actually send money when I was in I was in Ghana and a friend of mine was in Egypt at the time and I wanted her to get me a cartouche which is a special jewelry is made out of gold and it's inscribed in Arabic so I wanted to get a replacement for one that was misplaced years and years ago and I could no matter what app I tried to use it would not work okay and because if you have to make sure you're clear on what these apps uh, and bank accounts require. And if I was overseas or the person I'm sending to is o overseas, then the, the apps just wouldn't work and they would break down. And Zelle still hasn't start, started working back since I since I came back. Now, I don't I don't even like Zelle, but sometimes, you know, people use different apps. So just be mindful of the apps that you're using, even when they're linked to a bank account because they're partnering. So one of the things that Huntington came back to me and said, well, uh, you these are things that you can try, but the fact that the Zelle app, the feature is not working is outside of our control. So now, now I had to go try to figure out how can I work with Zelle and Huntington to get all of my accounts working. So it was a very like frustrating process not being able to access what I, what I needed. And say for instance, uh, like I was, I was on a business trip. I was, um, it, you know, researching, uh, getting into real estate, buying land, maybe investing with, with others that are building uh, properties there or developing properties there. And there was a need for me to uh, provide uh, money uh, there. So that could have been a problem. So know that, you know, if you need to make sure you're able to have access to the finances that you need uh, to be able to do the work that you need to do. And if there's an opportunity there that now you can't take advantage of because you don't have access to money or you can't move money around to be able to come up with what you need to make that whatever investment it is, then that can be very costly for you. Like, I don't know about you, but I know I don't want to be missing out on opportunities because I just can't access uh, my finances. So again, I, I remember when I called Huntington, I called them and on the automated message, it says, you no longer have to call us when you're going out of the country because we have updated our risk management tools, okay? So, but that did not apply to the online banking services. That only applied to the card. So I usually call my bank. So I would recommend you do that anyway. Usually I call my bank if I'm traveling, but my, that did not, imp, that did not, um, 
cover my online services. So I was trying to access my business bank account while overseas. And so they considered that a compromise. They did not call me or text me and ask me if it was me. They just put some note in the system that my account was compromised. So I did not find this out until I came back and I still was not able to access my accounts. And so that just triggered a whole uh, line of events and me calling. Then I had to go into my bank and take my ID. And then we had to go through a whole process in my bank. Then they had to reset all of my, uh, my online information, right? My access, new username, new password. Uh, they reset all my online banking. So I, less a I lost a lot of my online activities and bill pays and transfers that is there for record. Um, I lost all of that. So I had to go and reopen my online banking. Then I then when it was compromised and I had to reset everything, that meant my QuickBooks, right? So know that your accounting systems may not work properly. They may dis get disconnected. And that's what happened. So I had to reset uh, up or allow them to, uh, for third-party apps to have access to my account. So these are all things that you may not have thought about that you definitely need to be aware of. Make sure that as always, you develop a relationship with your bank, ask as many questions as possible uh, throughout your entire uh, business banking journey because your banking will, should grow with you and your banking should address all your needs throughout the life of your business. Um, and if it doesn't, then you can, move on to another bank that will. So know that there are many different options out here. I'm covering some of those options here for you today. And if you uh, are using an international bank or have recommendations, feel free to put those into uh, the comments, okay? I, we, I appreciate it because uh, I don't know everything, but I'm bringing you uh, the information that I have. Uh, and again, it's important for us to do our due diligence, do our research, ask questions, and just make sure that uh, where we're banking or the banking tools that we're using are meeting the needs that we have at the time, regardless of if we are in our uh, home country or if we are traveling uh, to other countries. So an international, just let me clear up what this is. So what is an international bank account? It is an international bank. An uh, international bank is a financial institution that offers financial services across borders, okay, across currencies. A few services that international bank accounts provide to clients can include, but not limited to, accepting payments in foreign, foreign currencies. So a lot of banks outside of the U.S. and including like banking, the credit cards and debit cards that come along with it would allow you to make payments in foreign countries, uh, foreign currencies that are, are not our own, right? So we have the U.S. dollar here, but other countries have another type of currency or you, we may be talking about digital currencies, right? Like, like cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, right? So... Those are things that you need to consider too when you're banking because when you're doing business now, you know, people uh, are accepting or exchanging these digital type of currencies. 
So if you're not aware of that familiar, this is something you want to get familiar with as well. So this is whether you're in a foreign country or not, they're utilizing this. It's just like you want to have different payment options and service options. You want to make sure that you're up on the latest uh, digital currencies as well. I remember when I first saw my first uh, uh, Bitcoin ATM, I was like so shocked and it was in a, a gas station. So making sure that you're able to accept and receive payments in foreign currencies, access to multiple currency accounts as well, uh, being able to send payments internationally to foreign suppliers, okay? So you may not be able to do that if you just have a local or regional bank. Go ask them, what is it that they offer? Do they allow for international transactions? Also, uh, look at what are the fees for these transactions, because, again, that's looking at researching and doing comparison. Who has the, the most benefits for what you need uh, at the less, at least cost? OK, because when you get into international, there may be some additional fees that you may want to consider or you may incur use of credit cards without international transaction fees. Uh, having fully segregated bank accounts, and we'll talk about that later, applying for business loans, uh, and, uh, business loans dominated by foreign currency. So that is an option as well. So you may not just be able to just get loans here in the U.S. If you're doing business, like if I'm in Ghana or if I'm in Dubai, again, and I've done my research and I'm trying to invest there, or I'm doing business there, I'm setting up a new business or expanding business there, maybe I want to take out a loan in the country that I'm doing the business in. You have the ability to do that, but you need to know what bank banks are out there that give you the opportunity to uh, do that. Now, I'm going to be talking about some of the top international business banks uh, here in the United States. Again, these are not all of them. Uh, if there is one that you don't like or you don't like, uh, you know, their ethics or whatever, th there's always other banks that you can uh, go to. Uh, no one is, you know, mandating that you use any particular bank. You do what is best uh, for you and for your business. But these are some of the lists. And then I will I will just show you on the screen on uh, three of them on the screen on their website so we can kind of walk through on uh, what it is that they have going on. I know many of us here in the United States are, are familiar with Capital One. Uh, many people have like a Capital One credit card, but they are a financial institution. Uh, Capital One 360 is the name of the international banking system. Uh, JB Morgan Chase, I'm going to share them on the screen in just a moment. JP Morgan Chase is also uh, is the largest bank in the United States with over $2 trillion in, on its books. Its banking investment loan products help serve millions of Americans. Chase Bank International Wire Transfer Service is both quite, it can be expensive and it can be slow in comparison uh, with some of the alternatives. So um, based on research, it's been found that uh, they do have like a fixed fee of up to $50 for international wire transfers. And they have exchange rates that can cost anywhere between 4% and 7%. So there's some that they have 0% or they may have a, short, a smaller percentage and some may have a higher percentage. That's when you do the comparison and decide which one is going to be uh, of your uh, to your best benefit, okay? So even beyond the fees is what do you get access for to? How is the customer service? How timely are their transfers? Um, how long is the wait time? Because 
time is money. Uh, so if you have a free account and it takes them forever to get you your money and then you miss out on opportunities, then you've, you your cost is much higher. So when you think about costs, you have to think in a number of different ways. It's not just, you know, the the fee uh, that they are charging is also uh, time and it's access and it's customer service uh, to be able to use your money in the way that you need to when you need to use it. Okay. Citibank is another uh, well-known bank. Uh, HSBC is a bank as well. Um HSBC is a bank. We'll be reviewing Bank of America and Barclays is one. So I'm going to pull up Chase really quickly for you. And just so you can see. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm getting to the right one. Here's Chase. Um, and so you can see uh, the banks. And I always say when you're going to a, a website, you want to make sure that you are exploring everything it is that they have to offer. And I found like over the last three years dealing with helping so many businesses get funding and helping them really get more organized and structured financially in their business. Uh, many don't know some of the basics about banking. So I did a banking video on small business banking. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel and uh, Facebook. Do a search on that and go watch that video so you know what you need as far as banking so that you can access uh, more funding uh, for your small business. Okay, so again, this is Chase and the same. This is Chase for Business. So they also have a personal, you see, tab and they have commercial uh, they're talking about their business solutions, debit cards, credit cards. So you want to know everything a bank has to offer uh, for you. Uh, and then it tells about their different types. So the bank may have different types of checking and savings accounts and other types of products. And they let you know they have like three types of um, uh, checking accounts. So and they're telling you what they are and what the minimum requirements are. So people are all, often ask me, okay, uh, are there minimum requirements uh, for you to have in order to uh, set up a business bank account? It depends on the bank, right? So Chase, it has more requirements than maybe Huntington does. Huntington Bank, there's zero. There's zero of uh, money that I have to put into the bank account. If I want to put something in there like 25 or 50, I can, but it's not a requirement. For Chase, uh, um, for their, uh, their Chase business complete banking uh, requires a minimum of 2,000 minimum balance. So then you have to look at where are you in, the, in your business, right? How well are you doing? Do, are you bringing in enough revenue consistently that you're able to maintain that balance? If not, then you may think, okay, this is something I can grow into. Uh, maybe I'm not ready right now, but at the point that I'm ready, then I can go and sign up for this particular bank account. And then they have other ones that have even larger requirements. So the goal is that we're making more money in our business that we can then uh, qualify for some of these bank accounts uh, that have larger revenue uh, requirements. Okay. So know that this is one of many banks and there's so many bank banks that you can go to, to set up a business bank account for free and then grow into some of these other banks that are available. And then I scroll down and shows you uh, more of what they are, uh, what they offer. Uh, they even go into details about their fees, about the transactions, about wire types. These are things that you want to know. The, the ATM, ATM access, right? So you want to make sure when you're overseas 
or anywhere for that matter that you have the ability to access ATMs. And then not only that, if you're accessing the ATM, what are the fees, if any? Okay, so they just said that there's um, fees, international fees that are going to be eliminated through some of these programs. So those are things, again, that you can uh, think about and consider and weigh in making a decision. Okay, because again, when you're overseas, you want to make sure you have access to money. I remember when I was in Ghana, I went to the ATM and it took me four tries. And even after that fourth try, I could not get it to work, to give me, to give me money. So no, there's some challenges that you may experience uh, in, in different countries when you're trying to make financial transactions. So you need to have like different backups uh, for, you know, being able to access money uh, when you are traveling uh, overseas. So again, it's giving more information here as we scroll down. So I'll let you all go to the website. Again, this is Chase, JP, JP Morgan Chase. Um, they have a lot of different products. This is one of many, many, many that you can explore and decide if this is one for you. Um, another benefit is, is that they're more available even when you're here in the U.S. as far as access and features. Features are highly important uh, in your business bank account. If the features don't work when you're traveling, it's like, what is the point um, of being able to have access uh, to the account if you don't have access to the features that you need, okay? So uh, JP Morgan Chase, I just mentioned them. And I'm going to go to Bank of America really quickly. I'll show you Bank of America. So Bank of America is the second largest bank in the U.S. and one of the top 10 largest globally. Uh, bank of America is a financial services titan that provides a wide assortment of retail, business, investment banking services to over 66 million um, customers across the globe. That's a lot of customers across the globe, okay? So, but despite it saying some of the uh, cons to it, is despite its rock solid uh, reputation and extensive scope of service, um, they may be slow, be a slow option for sending money abroad. Okay, and here is a summary of uh, the cost of making international wire transfers. So their cost for wire transfers is forty five dollars, and then they have a five to seven dollar uh, exchange rate margin. So that's another thing you want to look at is what is the exchange rate with some of the banking or financial institutions, or even apps that you are using. I know one, one app that they use a lot in Ghana uh, that I was uh, informed about that I use is called SendWave. So it's an app that allows me to send money uh, to people in other countries, and it has a really good exchange rate in comparison to some of the other apps that are out there. And also, uh, it doesn't charge me a fee as some of the other apps that are out there as well. So some, sometimes it's you know about trial and error, see what works for you. Um, and so SendWave is a very uh, good app to use if you're sending money uh, to people overseas in particular countries, okay? So know that what, what countries that it is inclusive of and which are excluded as well, because you want to have one that is inclusive of the countries that you are going to. Okay, just like with anything else that you may be uh, needing access to, is to make sure that it is accessible in the, the particular country that you are uh, trying to visit. Okay, um, let me scroll down here. 
Uh, before I go to multi-currencies, I'm going to take you to uh, Bank of America. And then we're going to uh, look at the other one. And then I'll talk about some of the other features. Okay. So Bank of America, I believe this is it here. I'm sharing my screen. So you should see it here. This is the Bank of America here. Okay. And I went directly to their small business. Like I said, they have tabs across the top. So definitely explore everything that they have to offer. We have limited time here, but it's telling you here we're on the small business. So what they have to meet the small business needs, uh, they have business services. They have an all-in-one banking solution. Uh, and many of these uh, banks now allow you to actually uh, to actually sign up for an account online. So again, do your research on the bank. It used to did not be that way. You used to always have to go into the bank, taking your paperwork and everything and meet with the branch manager in order to set up your bank account. But that is not always the case. Now uh, you may just be able in the comfort of your home or wherever you are, set up your business uh, bank account, Okay. So I had mentioned earlier, they're mentioning some of these all-inclusive solutions and is even mentioning Zelle here. So again, be careful of, the, of, of Zelle and other app features that uh, to distinguish if they're going to work. So call your bank and ask them, okay, I see you have a Zelle feature. Is this, if I want to use it when I'm traveling to X country, is this going to work or is it only going to be available to me in this particular region or in a particular state at that. So make sure you call and ask questions and also um, get in contact with your small business specialist at, your, at the bank where you're um, going to be doing your banking. That is so important, not just building relationship with the business, with the bank manager, but you, have, uh, you should have a small business specialist on site uh, at the at the local branch that you can talk to and get uh, guidance from as far as your business banking needs, okay? And so it says here, even business resourcing, aligning your business strategy with future goals. So you want to align your business banking with your future goals um, as well. And they have more resources down here, okay? So they have um, a ton of features. You can weigh the pros and cons and determine Again, if Bank America is a good fit for you, uh, I just want to put a plug in here for women. Uh, I put this out a lot. I'm an alum of the Bank of America and eCornell. Um, their women's certification, entrepreneur certification program is an amazing program. Uh, so I highly recommend that you get on the wait list if you're not an alumni. But shout out to all the alums who have already graduated. Um, but want more alums in the program, okay? So that's one. Of the, so learn about some of the other things that they're doing for small business too, because since COVID, many have created uh, more programs for small business, special grants. And I know even Bank of America, ha Bank of America has a special grant for those that secure SBA loans in certain regions within the United States. And then they are rolling it out to more regions in the United States. That's why it's so important to know what your bank is doing. Know what your bank is doing for small business because then you can then leverage it for your benefit to not only start your business, but then to also scale your business. 
So that is Bank of America. And then I'm going to show you S, uh, HSBC. I'll pull that up here really quickly. Okay, so you should see it on the screen. So let me just share a little bit about it. Um, and then we will navigate. So HSBC is one of the largest banks in the world, serving for, for, 40 million customers in 64 countries worldwide with uh, $2.9 trillion in assets, okay? Uh, this bank financial institution provides business services such as financing, loans, and uh, foreign exchange to over two million small, medium-sized, and middle-market enterprises. So whether you are a solopreneur, partnership, club, association, incorporated business, or publicly quoted company, uh, HSBC will have a bank account for you, okay? Uh, what um, we like about this bank, it has many types of business accounts to fit your needs. Some accounts waive monthly fees for the first 12 months. Uh, powered by an award-winning mobile banking app. That's another uh, big thing too is uh, does it have a real a really good banking app and accessible to you while you are traveling uh, overseas, making sure you have access not just to the app, but to the features uh, and the tools that are made available in the app, okay? That was some of the problems I experienced with my regional bank. Some of maybe the cons with this bank is all accounts will eventually charge a monthly maintenance fee, uh, no multi-user access or checkbooks um, for the HSBC Kinetic account, no in-app international payments or foreign currency accounts with Kinetic. So again, no, just know which accounts that you are working with. Most of these financial institutions have varying accounts at various levels that you can that can grow with you so just check that before you're doing business or you're deciding to travel uh to any country so let's take a look uh this here it is here again it has personal business corporate so you have you can check it out their news they have wealth management banking borrowing here and online banking and then if we scroll down here you see uh, all the different services that, that they offer so again, this is something to look into. It says coming to America. So those that are coming, uh, HBC in the United States. And so they have a lot of services that they offer here on their page. So I will let you explore it and decide if this, again, is a good uh, banking option for you. Again, make sure that you're thinking both for your personal accounts and for your business account. Every entrepreneur, every business owner, if you're doing business, uh, should have a business a bank account that you're operating in. Uh, so we should not be commingling our finances with our personal and our business, okay? Um, it can get very messy. It's very difficult for you to even keep up with how your business is doing. Uh, and that is what uh, the IRS requires is that as a business, you keep your business uh, dealings, finances separate, okay? So it's hard to claim credits. It's hard to uh, be able to take uh, advantage of special deductions for small businesses if, if there's not a clear distinguishment between your personal dealings and your business dealings, something that you may have qualified for, you're now excluded from, uh, 
uh, because or you forfeited because you simply did not manage your finances well in a business bank account. Okay, so that is HSBC. Again, this is just a few. Let me know out there. Uh, where do you bank at? Are you banking with a, a local bank or a regional bank? Or do you have an international bank uh, that you are using uh, for either your personal or your business? Uh, again, we want to hear from you as well. I see you all out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, congratulations to everybody on your business. This, this year is a year of financial freedom. And so you may not be thinking banking is a big part of that, but it definitely is. If you're in business, then you want to make money in your business. And for most of us, we want to build wealth. We want to leave a legacy. Your, your banking is a big part of that and helping you to be able to not only start your business, to be able to keep track of your finances, right? Be able to monitor all the transactions that's coming in and out of the business. Uh, and being able to, uh, then you have a business bank account, you look more credible to everybody when you have a business bank account. These are things that they look at when you're applying for loans, when you're applying for lines of credit, when you're applying for grant opportunities. They look at it when you're applying uh, to be certified in your business as a small business or minority business or woman business or veteran business or disabled business. These are things that they're looking for from the local, uh, your local area count governments to your federal governments. They all look at your financial banking. I'm right now going through a recertification renewal right now and what do they ask for? They want to know. They want to see my receipts. They want to see my business bank account. And they may they may ask for up to twelve months of bank account information. Uh, so make sure you have access to your statements and that they're accurate statements. These are things that they're looking for. So yes, is very your how you bank uh, and how you bank and how you manage your finances is so important and business. It can make the difference between success and failure, getting a contract, not getting a contract, getting certified, not getting certified, getting funding that you need and not getting funding, getting clients, getting partners. Because when you when you get into partnerships, not just not just domestic, but foreign, they want to know that you are have a sustainable business, that they are partnering with someone that has a sustainable business and not somebody that just saying their business and they don't saying that they make money or they have uh, a certain amount of assets and they don't. So your how you bank is so important and where you bank is very important. So don't take that lightly. Uh, if you don't have a bank, a business bank account, go get one today, go get one this week. It can be so easy to set up. In 30 minutes, you can set up a business bank account or less, just depending on where uh, you're going to be banking. Uh, know that we uh, have resources in uh, the show notes and we will always drop them in the comments as well so that you have the resources you need to go take action. And you can just click the links and go and do further research and then determine which is going to be the best bank for you. Uh, so I'm just looking out here to see what questions are out here. Um, I didn't hear the other bank name. I apologize. So if you're just tuning in, you can go back to the replay and catch all the banks that we mentioned here today. Uh, but I will revisit them. Again, we we looked at three. So we looked at Chase we uh, on the screen, Bank of America, 
and HSBC are banks that we actually uh, walk through on the screen. But I also mentioned Capital One 360. And I mentioned Citibank as well. And I mentioned Barclays also. Barclays actually has a grant. I don't know if it's open right now. I think it's a si up to $60,000 grant. So again, a lot of these banking institutions have a lot of other programs. I can't mention that enough between accelerator programs, uh, grant programs, special loan programs, special incentives uh, to help business, small business owners get the funding that they need to grow their business. Okay. So look out for those opportunities in your banking. So if you haven't taken your, your business banking seriously up to now, this is the time to do it, like seriously. So I'm actually in the process of um, uh, applying for uh, two or three more bank accounts. Uh, so I, I don't recommend, I rec this is what I recommend. So I'm not going to close out my Huntington accounts because I like them, right? Uh, they're doing a good job. They're a community bank. Uh, but they are limited and I'm global, right? So I'm going to maintain those bank accounts, but I'm also going to go get additional international bank accounts so that I it does not interrupt my business dealings or my any of my, my financial dealings uh, because that's what we are doing, right? And so we also talk about collaboration and partnership. That's what we're doing as well. If you are a business that think you would like to partner with us, it's in your best interest that you go uh, set up an international bank account um, now, sooner rather uh, than later. Uh, so I hope you caught that. Credit unions, look into credit unions. Cre most credit unions are not international. Um, I personally, I don't know of an international credit union. That does not mean there isn't one. Um, but I'm also, I've been with the credit union since I was a little child. Um, but I'm not using that credit union for international business, but they're great for what they're great for. That's why you need to know what, if you're with a credit union or bank, or you're using an app, what is it good for? What, what benefits does it have that can best serve you? Uh, then take that information and make, make the decision. Uh, Navy federal credit union. I've heard of that. Is it international? Michelle? Navy Federal Credit Union. I know it's national. I don't know if it's international. Okay. Okay. So that is today's show. So uh, we have a great show coming up. This is another big one that people have been asking for, uh, looking out for. I just posted uh, the banners up, put the banners up, but we're talking about business credit this week on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mark your calendar, hit the notification bell, subscribe if you're not already subscribed because you don't want to miss this. Every day people are asking me about business credit. We have, we have helped so many people get business credit and we are partnering with a lady. Uh, she's one of my friends. Her name is Jerry Tolliver. Uh, she will be here with us sharing uh, three ways to get $100,000 in business credit. She's helped uh, many entrepreneurs and small business owner owners secure millions in funding, just like I have. So I cannot wait for her to get on here and share uh, her tips with you all. 
Uh, and it's just a matter of you all taking what, what we give you and go applying it uh, for yourself so that you can get results. Every business needs business credit. I always say it's the best thing after grants. It's the best thing uh, because it's a pot of money you keep when you as you pay it down, you're paying into the pot of money that you can continue to pull from multiple times. One of my clients right now, she's pulled her from her line of credit at least 20 times since she applied for, since she got approved less than a year ago, she's pulled at least 20 times. That just goes to show the need of business credit to have it when you need it. And I believe when she applied at the time, she, she had a need to meet payroll. She had a cash flow problem. She had earned money and she was waiting on her invoices to be paid. But in the meantime, she needed money to be able to meet payroll. And that was uh, two days later, okay, on a Friday. And we helped her get business credit. So we're going to be talking about that, talking about the credit, uh, Fly Credit University that's going to help you get your credit right. Your personal credit, shifting that mindset, getting the education you need so you can leverage credit appropriately so that you can achieve your goals, right? And then leveraging business credit to be able to start and grow your business. So that's what we'll be talking about on Thursday, okay? So be on the lookout for that. And on next week, Tuesday, I'll be talking about sharing with you about business planning. Business planning for startups or anyone that is working a business that does not, that's working without a plan. So you don't have a roadmap in your business, uh, which may cause you to struggle and stay stagnant or not get the results you want because you don't have a roadmap for success. That is what a business plan is. So we'll be talking about that on Tuesday as well. So mark your calendar for that. This is 2023, the year of financial freedom. If you want to get financially free, put free in the comments. We are getting financially free. We are making money in our business. We're building wealth through our business and we're making more of an impact and it takes money to be able to do that, okay? So continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact and I will see you on Thursday. Get ready.